All right, so I'm on my way home now from Alpha One Final Act 10, and I did indeed quit. Um, after the show was done, I went up to uh, Julian Mischewski, the promoter, and I told him, uh, well, I asked to talk to him, and uh, he was kind of frustrated with the fact that I wanted to talk to him because before the main event, um, I had been spitballing ideas and I guess that wasn't appreciated, which I totally respect. I'm not not putting digging at Julian. Um, I was spitballing and I was, you know, second guessing and, you know, as an employee. And he said it himself. I tell you what to do. Go do it. Um, so I essentially told him, this is not me making a boo boo face, and this is I. This is not a decision I made today. Uh, I said this is my last show with Alpha One, he said, okay, fine, and just said, well, I guess, thank you for the professional notice, I guess, and that was it, uh, it was very uneventful, um, yeah, I, I wish it was kind of on better terms, I was hoping so much, uh, to walk away on better terms, uh, because, you know, I appreciate everything Julian did for me. I appreciate all the opportunities he gave me. Uh, he gave me more exposure than anybody, anybody, anybody. And that exposure gave me the confidence to do the things that I did or have done and, and will do. Uh, it's because of Julian Mischewski that, you know, I became, you know, the best ring announcer in Ontario, if not Canada. And I, I, thank him for that a hundred times over and it it professionally I couldn't as I said it before I couldn't have been happier I I really wish it could have uh, it could have ended better I, w I really wish I could have you know just explained to him and said thank you and and said everything that he deserved to have say to him um, but unfortunately, it was just very tense, very short, and you know, it was the it was probably the wrong time to do it. Um, you know, right after the biggest show of the year, and you know, he's he's amped up, he's frustrated, not just at me, but you know, just you know, the, the whole show, and just I he hadn't had time to decompress and or anything. So I'll take I'll own that as well. I'll take responsibility and I'll own it that maybe it was the wrong time. But the reason I did it, I, I wanted to do it then was, you know, it was the end of the show. Everyone was leaving. It was time to go. I didn't want to do it over social media. I didn't want to do it over the phone. I wanted to do it face to face. And, you know, final act is the, that's the WrestleMania of Alpha One. That is their end game every single year, every single season, if you will. And so it just, to me, it just seemed like a good opportunity because uh, I've been thinking about it for months. I've, I've done several Alpha One shows and thought about it, but I decided I'll go to, Al or sorry, I'll go to, to Final Act, which is the, uh, the end game. And then it's, there's, they're basically starting a brand new season with someone brand new and just, you know, they're starting the new storylines are starting the new direction and things like that. And, um, yeah, now they just, they have 
a new host, a new MC, a new ring announcer to uh, to do it. And I, you know, one of, one of the reasons I was hoping to leave on good terms was I was hoping that I could go back and maybe do stuff for the podcast, interview people. Um, I have a sinking feeling that if I if I got a hold of Julian and said, "Hey, can I come by and interview someone?" It probably wouldn't be well received. Um, I don't think things are going to be well received over the next few days. Um, by the time this podcast is posted, uh, maybe I'll have another little segment. But um, I, I, all I really have is uh, my way to the show. I have this one, and I do have one more uh, small segment that uh, that I'll throw into the end. So, um, I, I yeah, I quit Alpha One, and um, I'm having a little bit of buyer's remorse. But uh, when I picked up my phone to record this, the first thing I saw was my picture of Carrie Ann and Isaac, and uh, I I made the right decision. From pillar to post and coast to coast. This is a one-man gang. You're listening to a book. Hey, do you watch wrestling? Ladies and gentlemen, it's gentlemen my name is matthew terry and this is the it's time to fight podcast thank you so much for clicking on that play button i appreciate every single click that that play button gets and we have lots of play buttons that you can press if you choose to press one we are on podbean we are on spotify we are on itunes go over there and give us a five-star rating it does help us out tons But most of all, you can go to www.timetofight.ca. I'm going to say it again, www.timetofight.ca. And you can listen to every single episode of this incarnation of It's Time to Fight podcast. You can go all the way back to the very beginning, to Matthew Grant on episode one. You can go back to listen to Angelina Love, Al Snow, Beer City Bruiser, Congo Kong, Reed Duthie, uh, Portia Perez, one of my favorite all-time interviews. Portia Perez, I believe that's episode number two or three. Not 100% sure. Don't have it in front of me. But you can go check which episode it is, again, at www.timetofight.ca. Please go check it out. Let's do a podcast. Say, you're Bobby Rivers, right? Bobby barely registers and nods while he looks around for women. I love how you beat Willie Dean tonight. I hate that guy. You know, I can't Bobby looks at the bar and sees Willie Dean here. talking to two girls. Hey, Chris, kayfabe. He looks at the fan. Sorry, man, we stay here. There's going to be a fight. You know what I mean? Let's go, Chris. Chris asks, why didn't we stay? There wasn't going to be any fight. Listen, brother. Burt Ironside's rule number one. Baby faces and heels do not socialize. Why? It's all about protecting the business. 
You don't tell your five-year-old that there's no Santa Claus and faces and heels do not sit in a bar full of marks drinking together. Kings of the Ring is wrestling's first audio drama podcast as a fictional depiction of the 1980s wrestling industry in and out of the ring. Join us as we take you back to the 1980s. You'll be a fly in the wall in the locker rooms of the past while the wrestlers put together matches. We'll take you into the jam-packed arenas where the rabid fans of the past believed everything they saw was real. We'll take you inside the ring where you'll hear what the wrestlers talk about and you can feel the action. We'll take you to the underbelly of the arena where the wrestlers got into all sorts of trouble. And we'll take you to the bars and clubs where the boys got into even more trouble. And it wouldn't be 80s wrestling if we didn't end up at the hotel room. Search Kings of the Ring from any podcast app or go straight to the website kingsotr.com. So it's true, it's true, it's true. I did quit Alpha One Wrestling. Um, And just I realize a lot of people have been saying stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, but also there have been a lot of people that have been supportive of it. And, uh, thank you to all those people who have been supportive of it. Um, I wasn't planning on addressing it, um, in studio on the microphone like this. I was going to let my recordings from that day kind of tell the story arc. Um, unfortunately when I went to edit, um, the, the sound quality was fine. Um, the problem was, that listening back, even though I knew the the intent and the context, even I kind of sat there and listened. Like you're you're contradicting yourself, Matt. And essentially, what I said was, "It's not about the money." And then kind of went on to kind of explain that it was kind of about the money, but it's not about the money. And I'm I'm going to explain this whole thing. That's why I wanted to I wanted to be a little more clear. Um. First off, the reason that I quit Alpha One Wrestling uh, is that I don't have any friends in Alpha One Wrestling. And that is not Matthew Terry having a boo-boo face. Because I know that there are people that are going to say, well, this is just Matthew having a boo-boo face. Because I used to have a lot of boo-boo faces. And now I grew the fuck up. I don't have as many boo-boo faces. Um, So it's not a boo-boo face. Uh, Basically... In the Alpha One Wrestling or Alpha One Wrestling locker room, um, there's a lot of great people, a lot of nice people, a lot of friendly people, a lot of respectful people. So it's not that I have a problem. I I don't have a problem with anyone in that locker room, but it is a very close knit locker room, and there there are roster events initiatives, functions. I don't know what label to put on it. But um I I I'm not included in these functions or events or initiatives. Uh I was for the first one, it ended badly and if that's the reason that I'm not involved or wasn't involved in the ones that followed and wasn't informed of the ones that followed, well then more power to me for quitting Alpha One Wrestling because it just drives my point home. That, you know, I just wasn't part of the group. And again, no boo-boo face. Um, n- another small thing. It, d- it does sound small. It does sound petty. But please hear me out. 
um, birthdays are kind of a, a, a thing there. Like we, they, they have a, uh, a message uh, group on social media and whenever it's someone's birthday, someone, you know, you know, happy birthday to blank. And everyone's like, yeah, happy birthday, happy birthday. Have a good one. Hope you have a good one. Da, 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 da. Have a drink on me, blah, 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 stuff like that. Well, my birthday was back on Halloween and, um, you know, my birthday didn't get put up and it just drove the point home that I'm just not part of the group. And again, no boo-boo face. Now here's, here's where the money comes in. It, the best way I can explain it is all week during the week days, Monday to Friday, I work for the YMCA. I do maintenance for the YMCA and every day I drop Prince Isaac off at daycare and a lot of days Isaac wants to stay home and hang it with daddy and truth be told, if daddy didn't have to go to work, I'd rather stay home and hang it with Isaac, but daddy has to go to work. And that's what I tell Isaac. Daddy has to go to work. And he says, well, why does daddy have to go to work? Because daddy has to make money because daddy has to get cookies and bananas, which is kind of an inside family joke that Isaac really likes cookies and bananas. And if he wants cookies and bananas, daddy's got to go to work. So I do this all week. Now, the same weekend that I, uh, I quit Alpha One, the night before... I did MCW in Brantford, and the promoter of MCW is a friend of mine. We talk outside of wrestling. We talk about stuff other than wrestling. We go out and do stuff as friends. There are people in the MCW locker room who I've been invited and attended their weddings. There are people in the MCW locker room who have come to me and asked about relationships. A, a one wrestler came up to me and said, how, how did you go about your decision about an engagement ring? How did you go about your decision proposing? Those are two separate incidences. And that's because I have friends in the MCW locker room. There is more to me going to MCW than cookies and bananas. And to be blunt... MCW doesn't pay me cookies and bananas money because I have friends in the locker room. When Isaac says, why are you going to Brantford for a show? It's because a friend of mine is having a show and I'm going to go help them with their show. The money is just secondary because I'm going to be with friends, to do wrestling, to enjoy myself, and daddy will be home. Well, that weekend, the next morning, and this was not a decision that I made on that day. I had been thinking about it for a while to leave Alpha One. But the morning of the final act, before I left, I had done MCW the night before. And the next day, I'm getting ready to go to Hamilton for the final act, and Isaac wants to play. Isaac wants to play with his Paw Patrol toys. Isaac wants to play with his fire truck. And I said, sorry, daddy has to get ready to go do a show. And he looked at me and he said, why do you have to do another show? And I'm not being emotional. I had no reason for him. Because it wasn't to go help a friend 
with their show. It wasn't to go hang out with my buddies. And it wasn't about cookies and banana money. Now, that's not to say that Alpha One did not pay me well and did not take care of me when I asked them to. When I asked them to bump up my envelope a little bit because gas prices were going up and such things like that, they accommodated me. But they were not paying me as a contracted, let's say, ring announcer or cookies and banana money. They were not paying me cookie and banana money for me to look at Isaac and say, daddy's got to go to work because we need cookies and bananas. And if they're not, if, if, if I don't, if I'm not going to hang out with my friends and I ain't getting cookies and bananas, then going to alpha one just wasn't, it just wasn't worth it. It just wasn't worth leaving Carrie Ann and Isaac at home. And I hope, I hope that comes across as I am not putting any blame on Alpha One. Again, I professionally, I was spoiled at Alpha One. Professionally, I got opportunities and exposure that no one else provided. And again, when I financially, when I asked them, for a little bump, there wasn't a, oh, I don't know. They took care of me when I asked for it. But at the same time, I was not in a position to say, pay me cookies and bananas. And I just, I could not, I couldn't, I couldn't approach them with that. And I have no ill will towards Alpha One. Um, I know I said at the beginning, I wish it would have been under better terms and I wish it would have been better. And having a little time to reflect, having a few days uh, before doing this podcast, um, there's there's a slight bitterness because of the way it happened. But in the long run, you know, I wish Alpha won the best of luck. They don't need my wish. They put on amazing shows. And you know what? I'll confess right here. They have a show coming up December 15th. And I look at that show and I go, Damn, I got out too soon. But you know what? I uh every day I look at Carrie Ann and Isaac and I'm I'm good with it. All right, so Ronnie James from NWACWF is on the show today. And if you're sitting there wondering, well, who the heck is Ronnie James, then you gotta listen to the interview. Uh because that's essentially what the interview was all about. Uh Ronnie added me to his Facebook page a few weeks ago. And I, I looked it over. I wanted some more information. And I thought this is a great opportunity to do something different on the podcast. This man is obviously a wrestling fan. He's obviously passionate about what he does. And I wanted more information. So let's get him on the podcast and let's ask some questions. And uh, I finally got him on the phone. Um, unfortunately, uh, we had scheduled some time, but then American Thanksgiving kind of got in our way. And then after that, I had to fly out to be a Santa stunt double, so that kind of delayed things. And then even the day that I finally did get Ronnie on the phone, um, unfortunately I had the wrong number, but just for uh, just for laughs, I, uh, I threw that wrong number in here as well. Uh, only takes a few seconds. Uh, so do me a favor. Listen to the interview. Listen to Ronnie James. Listen to what this guy is doing because uh, it intrigues me, and uh, 
hopefully, or maybe, it'll intrigue you too. Let's talk to Ronnie James. Bueno. Mr. James, how are you, sir? Wrong number. Wrong number? Oh, I apologize. Hello. Hello, Mr. James. Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm doing really well. How you doing? I'm doing real good. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. What uh, what part of the states are you in? Uh, I'm in Ohio, man. I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, okay. Just the person who, uh, like the wrong number that just called, he like answered and he's just like, hola, bueno. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad, man. I got that damn whatever you call reading something backwards. Oh, uh, dyslexia. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah. That, that's a pretty messed up word to describe something that you can't read. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, makes, yeah, very, very bad. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderfully, wonderfully, wonderfully. Um, let's just get uh, – I'm already recording, so let's just get right into this. You – Okay. Let's talk about NWACWF. What, what is NWACWF? You know, uh, NWACWF, uh, it's ESAD. It's, um, you know, a fantasy wrestling type of uh, league. That's on Facebook. It's a Facebook group uh, where, you know, anybody that could come in that maybe had dreams of being a wrestler that couldn't be a wrestler or that is a wrestler. Hello? Hello, Mr. James. Yeah, I got disconnected. I'm sorry. Not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. Okay, so how exactly does an E-Fed work? Uh, E-Fed is, uh, you know, um, truthfully... Anybody that is an ESED don't even know what ESED means. So I can't even explain what ESED means. I know there's a whole bunch of different groups, you know, on Facebook uh, that have these fantasy wrestling leagues, like I was talking about, that anybody that can come in, you know, that has a character that creates, that wants to create a character or that's already, you know, a wrestler that wants to come in and have fun. It's a very fun hobby. Uh, what it is, is uh, it's ran like a real wrestling organization. We have, you know, the front office. We have the CEO. We have, you know, the president, vice president. We have, uh, you know, we have titles, championship belts. Uh, what it is, is characters uh, do promo videos. And it's promo video versus promo video. Uh, all week long, you hype against your opponent. The hypes are unlimited. You guys talk back and forth, building up the match. And then when it comes match day, like our matches are on Sunday. So Sunday, you will turn in one match promo each, uh, describing, you know, what you would do to the opposition uh, in the match. And then we have it judged by three different individuals that have, you know, no uh, friendships or, you know, that's not biased. Well, that that's pretty cool. Yeah, I... and, uh, you know, they judge it and whoever wins our time to determine champions. And, you know, number one contenders and everything. And it's really fun. Man. It's one of the funnest things I've ever been associated with. All right, because uh, I, I don't know if you heard it when we got cut off. I was part of a mail-in uh, federation, and you had your bio, and you, I think you picked, like, 20 moves, and then you mailed it in. And then 
every once in a while you'd just get like a letter saying, hey, you won this match. Hey, you lost this match. Hey, you did this. Hey, you did that. So this is actually wow. a much more modern version of that. And I love the fact that it's based on promos and cutting promos on each other. Um, and so th- these judges that you have and you say that they're like completely non-biased, are, are right. they like the executive or, or what, uh, what would they be considered as? Uh, one of the gentlemen, uh, his name is Matthew Lynch, considered the godfather of the page. He runs actually a real organization called the ECPW based out of New York. And, um, you know, so he's like the godfather of the page that looks over the page. And it's him and his crew that judges the matches. And I really don't get to talk to nobody. I really don't, you know, we don't conversate that much. I put, I tell him, you know, what matches need to be judged. Then I get a message of who wins the matches. It's really, I mean, there's no really conversations at all with this guy that's known as the godfather. He's like the guy up in the booth, and he's hidden from everybody. Okay, so kind of like the the banker on Deal or No Deal. The banker on Deal or No Deal. That's what I was looking for. You read my mind. There you exactly. go. Exactly, just like that. As soon as you said like the guy, that. as soon as you said the guy up in the booth, I'm like, hey, that's like Deal or No yeah. Deal. <laughs> yeah, it is. But yeah, man, it's a blast. Uh, we're the first EFED organization on Facebook that's been noticed by a real wrestling organization. Uh, Timothy Lee, which plays Zodiacus on the page. He had a five-minute conversation. He has a lot of wrestling contacts. Like I said, a lot of the guys on the indie scene does this. I mean, they want to get better, you know, in their promo work. So they join uh, NWA, CWF, you know, to work on their promo skills because some of the guys that are on the page that ain't even wrestlers that carry championship belts and, you know, some of the best promo artists ain't even real wrestlers in this world. So they learn a lot. You know, the indie scene. And the promo guys, uh, you know, uh, the indie guys learn a lot from, you know, some of us on the groups, and they get better on their promos, you know, to go out in the real world and, you know, expand their career and, you know, uh, better themselves in their profession. But uh, then what I was getting at is Timothy Lee actually had a five-minute conversation with Billy Corgan, the owner of NWA, the other day. Yep. And he gave us permission to associate with them and use their name and logo as long as we don't profit you know, off of, uh, anything NWA-ish. Okay. Now, with with that uh, being said, I know that there's there's a group within CWF called Nazis with Attitude. Is that a play off the NWA? Uh, that was actually, that was a, a guy that's a heel is trying to start that organization, I mean, start that little thing up against, the NWA, you know, affiliation with the CWF. Yeah. He's being a heel. So I oh, really no. didn't get into that. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. I just I just didn't know if it was a play off of the new association. No, no. We're actually with the real NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance. We just got some smart ass in there trying to be funny. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. Right. So, so Ronnie, what, what exactly are you? I am, uh, I'm the LJN, and my character is the LJN King, the KOW, the King of the World. I'm actually the whole E-Fed World Champion. That means I don't care what organization is on Facebook, what group, uh, anybody that does this, thousands and thousands and thousands of people, I am the main E-Fed World Champion. I am the World Champion. I'm the greatest in the world of it, and, you know, and I just run this NWA CWF, and I have my own world champion, which is Triple M, which uh, is played by Andrew John Bill, 
one of the most talented individuals that I have ever seen in my entire life. And uh, Timothy Lee, which plays Zodiac Kiss, and then Jimmy Anderson, which plays Anderson. It's us four, which makes up foundation of the page behind the scenes. All right. And what... What exactly are like? Are there any rules? Like you know, no, no talking about. We, oh, go ahead. Well, we have uh, the rules in EFED. Uh, at, uh, you know, in our organization, which is NWACWF, is you know we don't want no racism whatsoever. Period. Okay. I mean, period, and especially you know the certain you know the certain N word is not allowed. You would instantly be kicked out, blocked, and banned forever. And I'll try to have you blackballed from you know everywhere. Yeah. Uh, we don't like uh, we don't like you know no you know um, gay terms. Uh, you know we don't we don't appreciate you know we don't deal with any of that. We don't t- deal with anyone you know using the retarded word. We don't like that. And basically, uh, no personal family attacks. And you can't take pictures off of people's timelines. You know, off of their personal profile and use it against them. No family attacks. But we try to keep it clean, man. It's hard to keep a whole bunch of guys that are doing this for a hobby or, you know, uh, just to have fun. It's hard to keep them, you know, 100% clean. But we got, you know, we got the certain main rules that will have you blocked for life. Yeah. Now, what about profanity? Uh, Profanity, man, uh, when we got affiliated with the NWA, we're going to actually – it's an announcement tonight. I I mean, you're the first one to hear this. I didn't really want to let this out, but – Tonight, we're going to announce that uh, NWA 10 pounds of promo. They have their NWA 10 pounds of gold, which is their world title. Uh, we're going to have the NWA 10 pounds of promo as the championship belt that we're introducing tonight uh, on the page. That's going to be a separate category that's going to follow all the NWA rules and regulations of certain, uh, you know, there's no profanity whatsoever. There's going to be, you know, certain moves you can't use. Uh, there's an NWA guideline of rules that I'm going to post on the page. So we're going to have a separate category that respects the NWA and their wishes. But CWF, you can pretty much use any kind of profanity that you want, except, you know, the N-word, the F-A-D word, and, you know, so on. But other than that, man, they go back and forth all day long. All right. So what is the future of NWA-CWF? Like, what, what do you want this to become? This is what is my vision of my dream. See, my vision was to start a group that, uh, I loved 80s wrestling, man. I grew up watching 80s wrestling. So the CWF NWA is the closest thing to 80s professional wrestling, man. Everything we do is retro, from our introduction video to how we do promos. I mean, we keep almost everything 80s. But my vision is to get this maybe into a reality TV show or maybe, you know, even bigger on the horizon, a TV show, you know, that's actually maybe judged on a bigger scene uh, worldwide. Everybody getting involved in a big program, uh, promo versus promo battle all throughout the world. I want it to be on a bigger stage than just Facebook. I want to take it, you know, I want to, I want to take it a lot farther. I see so much potential in what we do. We just need one certain person to say, hey, I like that and I'm going to invest in this and take it to the next step. But my vision is like a reality show or worldwide, you know, uh, some kind of computer program doing it. But I see it on a bigger level. I see it so much on a bigger level. All right, awesome. And, like, how, how many are in the group right now? Uh, right now we made uh, – we just uh, reached over a 1,000 members earlier this week. Where So our goal is 
we really want to see if we can get maybe 2,000 members in the next month or so, but we have reached over 1,000 members. We uh, we only had 100 in, I think, 24 members maybe two or three weeks ago, and it, it, and it has just blown up to over 1,000 members now. So, and out of those 1,000 members, let's say, what percentage are actually competing and what percentage are uh, are viewers, let's say? Our active roster right now is 60-plus individuals that I can uh, put on a match card at any given time. I have 60, uh, 60 plus active members that participate in this. And if you really think about that, 60 plus members uh, participating in the organization is more than probably the WWE, AEW, uh, anywhere in the world, really, actually. I mean, a 60 man plus active roster is a lot of individuals doing this. Now, hypothetically, like out of these 60 people, um, and you say you can place any one of them onto a card at any time. So let's let's for, let's say Matt Terry goes on to NWA CWF and I cut a promo, just a basic promo of who I am. Then am I waiting for someone to like respond to me? And then at some point you go, you know what? You two are going to settle this this Sunday. Is that is am well, I am I, I kind of on the right track here? 100%, sir. The first step is, like I tell everybody, just drop an introduction video. You know, drop one that, you know, being in character, drop one, you know, a little, you know, one minute, 30 seconds, one minute, 30 seconds, it don't matter. Drop a little introduction video. There's two different ways. If I like it, I'm going to have you booked the following Sunday on that card against somebody. I don't care who it is. But you also have a chance of different people attacking you and opening up what we call open challenge night. Uh, fight night, we have, you know, different nights throughout the week. We do open challenges, uh, same night matches. So if both individuals agree to drop a match promo before midnight, then we have open challenges matches too. So it could go either way. I could put you on the card the following week, or, you know, you could accept open challenges, or you could do both. You want to accept open challenges, plus put on the card. So, yeah, you're right on the dead, dead center. All right. So is, is there anything about... Uh, about this that I have not asked about that you want people to know? Well, I want everyone to feel, you know, feel comfortable, man. I thought I was the only one that was doing this in this world when I was doing it by myself. And then I found thousands and thousands and thousands of people just like me. So, if you know, if you're in your room and, and you like cutting promos and you're shy or something, come join the NWA CWF, man. We're family-oriented. We're very friendly. Uh, don't feel shy. Even if you do feel shy, I recommend, you know, a lot of people put a mask on, you know, to, to cover up their identity if they're shy. Just put on a mask and cut loose, have some fun, and, you know, have a blast. And, you know, that's all I ask is people to just try. If you're on the page and you're watching it and you, and you feel shy or you feel like someone's going to make fun of you, uh, I don't try to put up with none of the personal attacks. If you try to personal attack someone, I'm going to throw you out. But, just you know, I just want different people all around the world to come in and have fun in the NWA and CWF. Cut promos, man. There's thousands of people just like us. All right, so tell everybody how. Now, you said it's a Facebook group. How do they find it, not just on Facebook, but is there any other social media that they can, uh, they can grab onto? Uh, no other social media at the time, but you get on Facebook. You punch in the letters, capital N, capital W, capital A, and then you punch in capital C dot, capital W dot, capital F, NWA, CWF, all capital letters, uh, C dot, W dot, F, 
uh, on the CWS part and just uh, send a request and we'll accept you. And you start, you know, you just drop an introduction video and then boom, you're on your way to maybe championship gold. Awesome. I want to thank you very much for your time, Ronnie. It's uh, been a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate you, sir. All right. You have yourself a good day. All right. You too, buddy. Thank you. So what do you think? I, I had absolutely no idea. I, I think that came across in the interview. I had absolutely no idea um, what a, a, an online eFed was. And uh, I don't know if this is exactly how all eFeds work, but uh, I, 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 I like the concept. The concept intrigues me. I might actually have to, uh, to get involved with this. I, I have ideas just flying through my head to get involved with this. So... If for nothing else, join uh, NWA CWF to see what the hell Matthew Terry comes up with for his E-Fed character. Uh, thank you, everybody, for, for listening today. Uh, greatly appreciated. Uh, I do apologize that uh, there was a delay between last episode with Holden Albright and this episode here. Um, I, I hate it, hate it, hate it. And I know every once in a while I miss several weeks. But uh, it was unavoidable, uh, you know, family, family emergency, family tragedy. Unfortunately, uh, got in, uh, got priority. Let's just say that got priority. So um, I apologize for the missing weeks, but um, you know, we're back on track, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I hope you all join me next week for next week's guest. And uh, until then. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for attending Final Act 10. We hope you enjoyed the event. Just a reminder, December 15th, we are returning here to the Knights of Columbus with Crossing the Line. Tickets to that event are available at the front door. You can see one of the posters being held up right now. Be sure to grab your tickets for that great event already announced. Killer Cross will be going one-on-one -on -one with Moose, so be sure to pick up those those tickets at the front door. December 15th, right back here at the same venue. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. I love you, Isaac. I love you, too.